0: Miracy.
1: When somebody comes up with a really bold statement of purpose or a vision, it's like everybody in the group kind of says, wow, that's so inspiring. I want some of that. And it, it's it like lights people up and it helps increase their level of stepping up and playing big.
2: Hello and welcome to Course Lab, the show that teaches course creators like you how to make better online courses. I'm Abe Crystal, co-founder of Rizuku, a course platform, and I'm here with my co-host Danny Eaney, the founder of Miracy. In each episode, we're going to showcase a course and course creator who's doing something really interesting with their course. Our guest today is Jackie Roberge. Jackie is an authentic leadership course leader with more than 10 years of experience coaching individuals and business leaders. Jackie, welcome to Course Lab.
1: Thank you so much.
2: So I'd love to kick things off here with kind of the 30,000 foot view of what's going on. So can you tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, how you came to online courses and, you know, what's the specific niche that you focus on? And then we'll get into what's, you know, what are some of the really interesting and innovative things you're doing with the delivery of your course? But first, kind of give us your, your overall story.
1: Okay. So about 10 years ago, I was very passionate about a bunch of things I was doing. And that's what I find with purpose work is people either have too many passions, they don't know, they they don't have the clarity around them or they don't have enough passion or not tapping into the passion. So for me, it was too many things. And I ended up getting on a call and was invited to a course about finding your purpose. So I took that course. I loved it. I ended up going on to become a coach and my purpose is related to helping people find their purpose. So I started working in coaching and teaching. And what ended up evolving is I I had this process that I take people through as I help them discover and tap into their purpose. And when I was taking people through it, I had this limiting belief that I needed to do this one-on-one. And last summer, I had a breakthrough and created a course where I took two people through. So it helped me break down the barriers of this belief that I needed to, you know, do a special teaching one-on-one with each person. And it just opened that up. I, I've done other courses in the past, but this is the one that is really, to me, the one that's having the most impact in people's lives and I, I am the most excited about.
2: Was there a particular, you know, moment or experience or epiphany that, led you to this focus on purpose and then to wanting to scale it to groups of people or it was more just a gradual evolution
1: it comes down to the belief that i have that everybody's here with a unique talent skill gift and and life experience and in order to find fulfillment and alignment in life we need to tap into that that unique difference that we're meant to make so i'm very passionate about helping people find this and align with it. And what I see a lot of people, even people that are sort of working in their field of passion, they don't have the alignment with other aspects of their life. So one of my big topics is helping people find what's most important to them and then aligning their priorities and values and everything around that so that they are not only showing up and, and doing their purpose maybe in a work environment, but they're also being purposeful in their community, in their family, with their friends. So it's really, to me, it's a whole life approach. And purpose isn't about a career. It's really something that you do naturally. It comes easily to you. And everybody, think that's interesting to note is that everybody's already doing their purpose in some aspect of their life, but they just don't know it. And once you tap into it and you really define it, you put your finger on it, then you start seeing the impact that it has as you do your purpose in the world, and that changes everything. You start feeling so fulfilled, and you see other people feeling the difference of their purpose, and it's just a really special, energy-building, fulfilling experience.
0: Jackie, purpose is a very substantial but at the same time somewhat amorphous thing to help people achieve. How do you think about defining learning objectives? Like, how do you know that your course has been successful at the end of it?
1: Well, basically, I have a list of outcomes. So very specific outcomes that people are going to get at the end. And I have what I call a roadmap that I lead them through. So that's all the exercises in the course are part of this roadmap leading to these outcomes. So in the case of purpose, yes, it might seem difficult to quantify, but I break it down into five different categories, and they have purpose statements in each of those categories. So it's very concrete. When they come out, they can say what their essence, what transformation they make in the world, the message that they're here to share, their mission. So it's very tangible. They come out with a life vision. They come out with a new definition of success. So all these things are, are part of what the, the course offers. I do a course evaluation after, and everybody has been coming out very happy and I think pleasantly surprised that they get more out of the course than they even expected. Very cool. Yeah.
2: It also sounds like a challenging topic in some ways in that it's not about just getting people to learn some technique and apply it. They have to really do a lot of thinking and introspection. They may have to go into some uncomfortable areas. What have you encountered in terms of those challenges? And what have you tried in terms of ways to engage your participants to keep them moving forward and engaged?
1: Yes, so it is a challenging topic. And what I address right from the first session is beliefs and particularly limiting beliefs and how they can keep us from moving forward down our purpose path. So I invite people to really be aware of the beliefs and we, we right away start shifting them. So some people might have a belief that I don't really have anything unique to contribute or a belief that I can't make money doing my purpose. And I challenge them. Is that really true? And usually the answer is, well, no, you write that. And then we start to shift and maybe we come up with a belief that helps them not get right to the end, but opens them up for the journey. Yes, I can explore. Yeah, you're right. I do have unique talents and skills, and I am passionate about some things in life. So it helps them open to possibilities, and I also help them look at any fears that might be holding them back. And what fears do is they keep us in our comfort zone, right? Our, our ego likes to be comfortable, be, feel secure in, in our employment, be liked, and all these things we explore. And we challenge ourselves and say, is that fear, is that belief true? And is it serving me? And how can I work with the fears to actually get better? And it sounds kind of funny, but if a fear is, well, I'm not going to make enough money to support my family if I live my purpose. Well, let's dig into that fear. Fear is maybe inviting you to have a savings of at least half your salary before you embark on a purposeful career so we use the fears to help build a structure that expands their comfort zone and allows them to keep moving forward and i keep throughout the course i encourage people to take baby steps i use the gps example so if you have your your destination and it's living your purpose and if you program that into your gps you get no feedback unless you start moving it's like in the car if you sit in your driveway <laughs> you're not going to get turn left in 200 meters So, I encourage them to take baby steps in the direction and then feel and listen and tune into your heart. I use the heart as an inner compass for purpose. So, if you've decided that you're passionate about cooking and you go out and sign up for a cooking class as your first baby step, how does it feel? Do you like the people? Is it opening you up to new possibilities? If it is, then keep going. And then maybe you'll get asked to help out in a restaurant and keep going. If it's not, course correct. So using people's energy and passion as a way of guiding them, it's like their inner GPS, guiding them down the purpose path.
0: Jackie, I'm curious about the delivery. So it's a six-week-long online course with group coaching, and you actually experimented with one-on-one coaching and found that group coaching was more impactful. Can you talk about that exploration, how you arrived at that conclusion, and what you think makes it work that way?
1: Yes, I would love to because I'm I was actually embarrassed to have the limiting belief because I helped my clients explore limiting beliefs that I needed to do one-on-one coaching to help somebody tap into their purpose. Once I started doing it in groups, there's about four key things that started happening. The first was this magic around people sharing. So somebody would share an insight and I could just see other people just lighting up and going, "Oh yes," me too. Or, oh, wow, that makes me see this in a whole different light. So the sharing became so helpful because everybody's at different stages in their journey. They all have different beliefs and and fears. And the sharing accelerates people's evolution and growth. And what it also does is when somebody comes up with a really bold statement of purpose or a vision it's like everybody in the group kind of says, wow, that's so inspiring. I want some of that. And it lights people up and it helps increase their level of stepping up and playing big. They get this ability to say, can I play bigger? Another really interesting thing that's happened is when I'm leading a group, if some people are doing their homework, which is after each session, there's homework, and they send it to me by the Monday. Let's say if have, I'm teaching on Tuesday, they send it to me Monday. I'm looking over and I'm integrating it into the course on Tuesday, the live session. If somebody's online, they've done their homework and they're getting coaching from me based on their homework and somebody hasn't kept up, they're going to be going, wow, look at like when I get my homework done, I'm going to get that kind of coaching. So what it does is it really helps people stay on track With the course and Danny I know that's one of the key challenges in courses is completion rate so this not only helps people complete but helps them keep up to date week by week so that they can get the coaching and when they see other people getting it and getting the insights it just really inspires them the last part that's obvious but uh, really important is that it makes the whole process of finding your purpose more affordable So what i found is the six weeks of group coaching plus some 30-minute laser calls is the ideal situation. The laser calls, because they've been doing their homework, they've been getting the course uh, material, it allows the coaching sessions in 30 minutes to really be impactful and give them some great insights and results that normally would take a lot longer if we hadn't had the group sessions. So that's my ideal formula right now is this Six weeks with three 30-minute laser sessions interspersed between the other group sessions. Very cool. Thank you for sharing that.
2: And it sounds to you that even though you're delivering this online, the course is actually very tangible and experiential in some ways. You mentioned that you're connecting with students in terms of kind of the energy they feel in the course, that you're using techniques like guided visualization. Can you tell us a little bit more about how did you get to this kind of experiential model for the course, and, and how are you making that work in a purely online format?
1: Right. So I've been teaching meditation and doing guided visualizations for many years. I, I started meditating 25 years ago, and I just find it a really powerful tool to help people you know we were talking before about the comfort zone and that our ego likes to keep us safe. Well, when we're in a visualization, it's like we're allowed to use our imagination. So we go beyond the limits and structures of our comfort zone. And it gives people the opportunity to dream and and envision things that in a normal structured question and answer thinking mode, they just don't do. So during the live session, I will do a guided visualization and then I also record them So that people can listen to them on their own and really get new insights and new ideas that, like I say, just doesn't come from a strict, oh, here I'm thinking about this and coming up with these ideas because our our ego just keeps us too limited in, in terms of our scope of thinking. The other thing that I do with the energy work is when people write out their purpose statements, I have them read them out loud with the group or when I'm one-on-one with them and rate them energetically. So, you know, my purpose is to bring inspiration to the world through art. They will read that and they'll say, okay, that's a four out of five or a three out of five. And I say, okay, how can we make that stronger? And we play literally, we play with one or two words and we'll have maybe the same general idea written out 10 different times. And one of them will really resonate with them. And I'll say, that's the one. So, If it energizes you, if it touches you like emotionally, you might have chills, you might have tears in your eyes. That's what I'm looking for. And that's what I teach people to tap into. Because again, this is what you want to continue to use as your GPS. How am I feeling? The feeling capacity of people is really the way to get on and to stay on the purpose path. Thinking is overrated. Sensing is much more powerful.
0: Very cool. I, I, Abe, do you have any other questions?
2: I guess one last question would be, ties into this, the same question of creating this experiential format online. How did you find that intersecting or interacting with the actual delivery of your course platform? How did you use a platform to structure and, and deliver your course? And was that helpful or, or challenging in the context of this, this kind of experiential you know, format that you're developing?
1: Well, I think it was helpful in the sense that it gives a structure that people, when they join the course can say, okay, here's what's happening week one, two, three, four, five, six. I have created a general information at the beginning. My first lesson, if you will, is course information. So in course, intro video, and then all the homework. So after each session, I will upload the specific homework from that week. I'll upload the recording of the call. So Everyone knows where to go to get all that information, and some of the assignments include sharing on the course platform. One of the things I did that I'm pretty excited about the last round of my course, I asked people to video themselves reading their purpose statements, their new definition of success, their life vision, and uploading those to the course site because I found I didn't have time within my one-hour session per week for everybody to share at that level of detail. So it was really pretty magical. Some people said, you know, I've never done a video like that before. And it was so inspiring to hear them and then to be able to, again, have that sharing and the cross-pollination of inspiration across group members was pretty amazing. So yes, the course site helped with the structure and access to information made that really easy.
2: Very cool. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Jackie, this was great. Thank you so much. Hmm. all right i'll do the readout now
1: can i just share one thing that i'm excited about the future please so basically i launched the course as a purpose values vision for individuals in transition either life transition career transition sometimes it's cancer patients that have had a wake-up call and said okay i want to really reflect on the next half of my life what i've done as well as i've positioned another version of this course to leaders. So leading with purpose, values, and vision. And what I'm excited about experimenting with is as people were going through the course and creating this life vision, it was obvious for the people that had a partner that a life vision, of course, would need to include them and they would want to be sharing that with their partners. So The next phase that I'm excited about is doing a purpose values vision for couples and to actually have the couples coming as a team and going through. So I would help both of them through the whole process and the life vision would be kind of a shared life vision. So I'm really excited about experimenting with that, maybe doing a pilot with that.
0: Very cool. All right, I'm going to do the readout. Jackie Roberge is a mindfulness-based leadership coach who teaches people in life or career transition to find and work from a place of purpose. You can find her at businessandbeyond.ca. That's businessandbeyond.ca. Now stick around for my favorite part of the show, where Abe and I will pull out the very best insights and practical takeaways for you to take and apply to your own course.
2: So, welcome to the debrief section of this interview, and I'd love to hear your thoughts and takeaways, as well as jumping out to you from Jackie's course and all the cool things she's doing.
0: Well, there are a few things that really struck me. The first thing that I really appreciated calling out was that even though she's teaching something that is fairly squishy or fluffy, in, in terms of purpose, is, is important, but also hard to quantify. Just because that topic can be hard to quantify doesn't mean you can't kind of backstep from that to get really specific about steps and components, which is what she did to to make the course very concrete and really kind of focus in those learning objectives. I thought that was really cool to the point that she even has evaluations at the end of the course. That was a nice touch
2: yeah, and I think she's really taken on the mission of making learning that you might have thought would only work in An in person retreat, right? Or intensive in person coaching over time, and finding a way to translate that so that it works in a group and online, which is pretty remarkable that she's able to get people to really do this deep introspection to share really vulnerable ideas about their purpose and what they want to be doing with their lives in a group format and online.
0: I agree. I think it was noteworthy that she was able to make the course so experiential in terms of the exercises people are doing, what they're feeling, but then also both increase the quality of the experience by having this group coaching component, but also to a certain extent what I got was she was using the coaching in the group setting almost as a carrot because she's workshopping people who've done their homework, they've done the work. So other people show up, they see the workshop and they're like, oh, I want that too. And so that becomes a carrot for the students to actually engage and participate. That created a really nice virtuous cycle in the process there.
2: Yeah, it's critical. And of course, like this, you don't have people just sort of passively lurking, like everyone really has to engage and, and contribute, or I think it's going to feel very awkward. It was really smart how she structured it to, to make that possible. I mean, it's not like she also worked hard to find the right balance between it not being too open ended and like pure coaching. She could have started this course as basically like, hey, we're just going to get on a Zoom call every week and like have a conversation about purpose. I think that might not have gotten people to do these more difficult experiential exercises. Instead, she really created a structure in which they start you know, with what she called baby steps and delivering those in a very nicely structured sequence way that they can build up to the deeper reflection over time.
0: For everyone who's listening to this who is an aspiring course creator in an area where you, you think there is going to be a coaching component to what you're looking to do, it's important to take away from this that the presence of coaching is not a binary thing where it's like either everything is full-on one-on-one coaching or there's none of it and it's these like sterile videos in a membership site with no human interaction. There's a whole spectrum in between and there's a lot to learn from Jackie's experience an example in terms of tweaking that dial and saying, okay, you know, I'm going to start with a little more coaching. Can I experiment with a little less? Can I experiment with a group component? Oh, the group component actually added this whole additional layer. So I can kind of dial that up and get more value. And that actually opens the door for me to then do that micro laser coaching, which wouldn't have been practical or effective otherwise. But in the context of that group work, it suddenly became very powerful and also feasible and cost effective. So Tweaking that dial back and forth to see how the different dynamics influence each other and what opens a possibility for new things to be really cool is a really powerful takeaway
2: from this. Yeah, great point. Well, I think that's all I have. Any other things you want to highlight, Danny?
0: That's all I've got, too. It's a little short, but, you know, straight to the point. Leave them wanting more. Thank you for listening to Course Lab. Again, I'm Danny Iney from Miracy, and my co-host is Abe Crystal. This episode of Course Lab was produced by Cynthia Lamb. Michi Lance and Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Iney, that's me, is the executive producer. Big thanks to Jackie Roberge for taking the time to tell us about her course. You can find out more about her classes at businessandbeyond.ca. That's businessandbeyond.ca. Don't forget to tune into Miracy's new podcast, Making It. In each episode, successful entrepreneurs share what making it means to them and what they've learned along the way. To make sure you don't miss some really great upcoming episodes on this season of CourseLab, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.
1: I just thought of one thing I would love to just add and if you find a space to fill it in. Go for it. Yeah. So what i like to say about purpose is it's something that either lights you up, that inspires and moves you, or something that breaks your heart and that you feel so inspired to make a change in the world.
0: That's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Thank you.